Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. Long time no see. I feel like I'm catching up with a bunch of old friends, which is lovely to be completely honest and I'm so happy to be here. Um, It's been a little while and I'm going to explain the reasons for that during this podcast but this is a solo podcast as you probably gathered already I am going to be back releasing guest episodes as of over the next couple of weeks but I wanted to get this out there first of all to explain my absence and also to make sure that you all know it's not the female fitness podcast it has not ended it absolutely has not I absolutely love recording episodes of the female fitness podcast both solo and with guests it's a a huge passion of mine and I absolutely want to keep it in the community of you guys alive I want to continue to provide value education insight and also a little bit of entertainment here and there and a bit of personal experience um, and I also wanted during this podcast episode to give you a bit of an update on me and where I'm at and like I said why why I've been absent as well because I don't want you to think that I've just fallen off the face of the earth although kind of have on the female fitness podcast so apologies apologies for that um, and I also just wanted to start this by saying thank you for tuning in and staying tuned and staying along the journey with me even when you know I have had to take a little bit of a break from uploads it genuinely means the absolute world um and one thing I did want to say is that I have taken a break for good reason because if I was to have forced myself to continue to upload episodes over the last few weeks whilst I have been absent the quality of those episodes would not have been great and I wouldn't have been able to be truly present during the episodes that I was recording and that's not what I'm about you know any episode that I put out into the world I want to as a bare minimum be fully present whilst I'm recording it and be able to give you my full attention and my full self as opposed to my mind being elsewhere and yeah, I want to give the podcast episodes the time and attention they deserve. Like I said, it's a passion of mine. And the last thing I would want is to just force episodes out and then not be enjoyable to listen to and not provide you with any sort of value or education or entertainment or take homes or insight, you know, or relatability of some kind. So hopefully you guys understand that. And like I said, thank you again for tuning in. It genuinely means the absolute world. I can't believe that we're halfway through the year. This year has absolutely flown. I think in the last solo podcast episode that I recorded, I hadn't long since moved to Manchester. And I'm now halfway through my 12-month rent agreement, which is absolutely crazy to me and I can't believe it time's flying and it is quite scary and that's something I'll talk about because I'm sure a lot of you will be able to relate it scares me that time is going so quickly and I turned 27 this year like I said I'm halfway through my rent I I've spoken about how I I've never really known where I want to settle down long term and you know hence the the move to Manchester I was prior to this I was living at my mum's for a temporary period of time 
prior to that I had my own place my own flat uh, prior to that I lived with you know my ex-boyfriend and then that relationship ended and I've yeah I've never known where I want to sort of settle and permanently settle down I have no ties anywhere and whilst that is great because I can obviously work from anywhere it's also quite difficult because when it comes to deciding what to do there are so many options and there are lots of different pros and cons to every option so it's hard to actually make a decision (laughs) and it's hard to settle on something and be like yes this is what I want to do so you know when it comes to which will be coming up soon deciding what I want to do after this 12-month rent agreement because we're halfway through the year and halfway through the agreement I it's something that is stressing me out a little bit I'm not gonna lie and like I said I'm sure a lot of you will be able to relate to that um I absolutely love it here in Manchester but um there's there's lots of different pros and cons to staying in the current rent agreement that I'm in you know prices are probably going to be going up for where I live it's a lovely place there's so many benefits to it especially from a work perspective I absolutely adore it here um but if they go up quite a bit more which I think they might do it's like okay if I'm paying that much money I may as well have my own flat um and then it's just quite scary to go into another 12-month agreement although I know that technically I would probably be able to uh, replace my space with someone else if I needed to it's still quite scary committing to another 12 months of being somewhere when you're someone like myself who doesn't have any ties keeping you in a place and you don't have a place that you're like yes that's my home it's quite scary committing to another 12 months in a place especially with prices and stuff going up. So yeah, just a a lot going on personally from that perspective. And on top of that, over the last few weeks, another reason for my absence from the Female Fitness Podcast is that myself and Charlie have had so much going on with the Flourishing Society, which don't get me wrong, I am incredibly grateful for. But there's been so much to do behind the scenes that people probably don't realize goes on um lots of back-end admin work lots of you know so much work has gone into trying to make the launch a success filming the content editing the content on multiple social media platforms now there's another social media platform called threads which by the way I'm loving I low-key love the idea of threads I think it's like a big group chat everyone's sort of I feel like everyone's being a little bit more themselves you don't have to spend hours editing a post editing a video creating a video you can literally just post in written format and I absolutely love that so I'm so here for threads but it is another social media platform that it takes time to learn and navigate and create on so yeah managing time has been really difficult um but like I said, I'm grateful for everything that I have had going on. Um, and then as as, lo- as well as the whole content side of things with the Flourishing Society, um, you guys might have seen, but we have launched our mentorship course for coaches, which is starting on the 17th of July. 
And we've had to create all the resources for that, all the webinars. Um, we've had to put the course together on the platform that we're using, which is called Circle. We've had to message lots of people back and forth to let people know about it um, who we think would be a good fit. We've had to create, like I said, content to actually promote the course itself and make people aware that it exists. We've had to create a website. Um, we've set up different social media platforms. We have a lot has gone into content in terms of identifying, you know, what what the people that we are trying to help need help with and creating content based on that. And a lot of work goes into that side of things. We've set up an email list. We've been uh, creating emails that are going to be automated and sent out. We've created a Facebook page. There's like the list is endless as to what we've been doing. And on top of that, we've launched a podcast called the Flourishing Society podcast. So if you have missed me on here and you want additional content from me, go over to the Flourishing Society podcast because there are some fantastic episodes on there. And what myself and Charlie are doing is we have a guest podcast one week where we get a coach or um, a professional in the industry or someone who can talk about their personal lived experience um, with their body image relationship with food, identity and physical health, navigating their fitness journeys. We're going to get some professionals to talk about hormone health, gut health, all of that sort of thing on the podcast. It's brilliant. So we do a guest episode one week and then the next week we do one with myself and Charlie talking about our own experiences and our own um, coaching practices and things like that and helping you with the things that you can commonly struggle with as you navigate your fitness journey. So go over there and listen to that podcast and make sure you subscribe because like I said, there's some brilliant content on there. And if you do enjoy the Female Fitness Podcast, you'll enjoy the Flourishing Society Podcast. So we've been recording probably about three podcasts a week for the Flourishing Society Podcast, then editing the podcast, then editing the social media posts for that. So this is all why I've been a little bit absent and it's probably making a little bit of sense to you now. Um, and then on top of that, a couple of weeks ago, we had our in-person event. And again, a lot went into that. The preparation of the talks, the preparation, making sure everyone was there. We had our yoga instructor, Lydia, who's incredible. We had our meditation instructor, Angela, who was there and delivered the most amazing meditation session. We obviously had Christian there as a guest speaker, getting everyone in place, making sure everyone knew where they were going to be, you know, selling tickets, advertising in the event, making sure people knew what to expect, where to park, uh, making sure the experience was incredible for everyone, booking out the dining room here, sorting pizza and drinks for everyone. Like it, it's just been nonstop. Um, and alongside that, I posted on my actually Instagram story this morning. I have had a little bit of a difficult couple of weeks personally as well. Um, and I just wasn't feeling myself the back end of last week. I broke out. I was feeling very anxious. I was feeling very fatigued, like I couldn't get enough sleep, quite numb to a lot of emotions. Um, and I sort of realized that I'd let a lot of the things slip that are sort of self-care practices for me and help keep me in a really good place such as journaling such as making time to actually rest and fully switch off which is something that I have to force myself to do alongside journaling and um, such as you know going for walks outside without my phone um making time to actually you know go out and engage with friends and family and things like that I just let a lot of these things slip 
Um, I wasn't winding down before bed anymore. I was just forcing myself to constantly work, which is um, something that I've used as a coping mechanism before. I am very prone to just throwing myself into work and distracting myself from anything else that I have going on. Um, and so, yeah, I just had to call myself out on all of that and get back to looking after myself. I've gotten back into journaling. I've gotten back into going for my walks outside without my phone. I've gotten back into just being intentional about actually winding down before I go to bed. Nutrition is another thing, something that I slip into when my self-care slips is food just becoming a means to an end, just becoming, you know, fuel for function, as opposed to being something that is nourishing. And I take time over preparing and enjoying. Um, so I have gotten back into making meals that I actually really enjoy and giving myself time to sit and relax and enjoy them properly, including more diversity again, because again, something that slips for me is when I start to neglect myself, I'll just eat the same meals every day. And there won't be much variety in there. Um, so that is something that I have addressed again over the last week. Another thing that happens for me is my caffeine intake creeps up. Um, again, I've addressed that and brought it back down because that doesn't help with when I'm feeling anxious. If my caffeine intake gets excessive, it worsens that feeling. And that's common for a lot of people. Um, and... I feel so much better since I've got back on top of those things and my skin's got clearer. I am so much more vibrant. I'm so much more peaceful, content, present. Um, I'm actually making time for myself again and I'm functioning better. I'm showing up for work better. I'm showing up for my friends and family better. And this is just a friendly reminder that we are all human we all go through difficult times and we also all go through periods where these, you know, self-care practices, the things that keep us in a good place that we know are good for us, it is easy for them to slip because at the end of the day, it takes time. It takes conscious effort. And these things in the moment can be quite uncomfortable. They can be quite difficult, such as journaling, right? My go-to is to suppress the way that I'm feeling or push it out and not address it. And the reason for that is because it's hard to be vulnerable and make space to actually feel and express and work through your emotions and feelings and anything that's coming up for you and any behaviors that you've fallen back into. It's not easy to do that. It's bloody hard for all of us. And you do have to force yourself to do those things in the moment, knowing that it is for your greater good and it's going to serve you well to do those things. You have to lean into that discomfort to get the benefit from these practices. Um, and I think that's a friendly reminder because sometimes it probably seems like, oh, you know, these fitness professionals, these people who promote these healthy behaviors, they probably have a hard time. They probably have an easy time implementing them. Um, you know, they probably journal every single day and it's just a part of their routine. No, it's not the case. It requires conscious effort for us too. And we are human too. We have difficult times and it's very easy to let these practices slip, especially when you're busy, especially when you've got work commitments. It's so easy to use that as an excuse and be like, well, I, I've got a lot of work on, so I haven't got time to journal right now. But actually, no, you need to journal in order to keep yourself in a good place and in order to function as the best version of yourself, mentally and physically, within your personal life and in your business. So recognizing that, 
is I think super reassuring to recognize that we're all human and we all have difficult times and we all go through periods where these things slip and we have to call ourselves out on our own bullshit and that these practices can be hard for all of us to implement no matter who we are and no, no matter how much experience we have with them um and you know we all have our triggers we all have our things that we're working through um and it's so important to recognize that so yes I am back on my shit now I've been journaling every night and genuinely feel so much better for it um and I no longer feel constantly anxious which is just brilliant it's wonderful I've still got the same workload all of that is still going on all of the flourishing society work and stuff like that you know we're still trying to um make sure that everything runs smoothly for the course we're trying to get um a few more people involved we are really making an effort to provide as much value on social media as possible across multiple channels we're on tiktok now we're on facebook we are on instagram we're on threads so sometimes balancing all of this is so incredibly difficult and if you're a fitness professional or any other industry where you have a, a business whether that's in personal or online you can probably relate to me here sometimes it can feel incredibly overwhelming and for that reason I think it's so important to set boundaries around things like social media usage and even just phone usage, that's something that definitely my boundaries slipped around phone usage when I was going through a little bit of a difficult patch over the last few weeks. And I know it's not good for me when that happens. When I'm on my phone constantly 24-7, I feel drained. And one of the best things for me is setting boundaries around that, you know, making sure that my phone is actually on do not disturb so that I go to my phone when I want to go to my phone as opposed to being reactive to it. And, you know, that sound of a text message coming in or an Instagram notification, I'm not reacting to that constantly throughout the day. I find that quite draining. Um, and just, you know, my job at the end of the day is to be, I have two phones. I have my work phone and my personal phone. So when I'm talking about these boundaries, yes, it applies to my work phone, but mainly my personal phone as well. Because um, I don't want to be on that constantly scrolling social media or like even just replying to whatsapps and things like that it's not good for me um and i think that this is something i talk to a lot of my mentorship clients my mentees a lot i have a lot of clients who are personal trainers and coaches and i do mentor them um and we discuss the importance of setting boundaries around your work times um and staying really strict with those boundaries because you've got to keep your physical and mental health intact if you wish to show up as the best version of yourself for your clients you have to and like I said we're all human you know we all have phases where we let those boundaries slip but it's learning to call yourself out on that and learning to set the boundaries in the first place um and it's something that I get my clients to do like first thing when they come to me you know let's set some boundaries around your work use your phone usage your work phone usage um phone usage in general if they're not an online coach or personal trainer if they're an online coach or personal trainer we set boundaries around their personal phone and their work phone or whatever platform they use um and you know your clients will actually respect you so much more if you set those boundaries and that's a form of you practicing what you preach you know when we speak about 
practicing what you preach as a coach or personal trainer, a lot of people mistake that for things like being shredded or, you know, doing competition preps or doing photo shoots. No, it's actually doing the hard stuff like setting boundaries and giving yourself time to rest and making sure that you are healthy and happy and you can show up as the best version of yourself. And like I said, your clients will respect you so much more if you set these boundaries and if you look after yourself because you're telling them to do that all the time. And if you're not doing that, it looks very unauthentic and incongruent and they're going to have so much. Sorry, guys, someone just came into the dining room that I'm in and completely threw me off. But I know that I was talking about setting boundaries. Um, So, yeah, it's like your clients are going to have so much more respect for you if you do that. And that is what that is an example of what practicing what you preach actually looks like and what your clients will respect you for. Um, And if they respect you, they're going to listen to you so much more and you're going to have a much better relationship with your clients. So, so important. It also helps you stay organized because you know when you're doing what, for example, um, something else that I tell my clients to do is rather than replying to messages responsively as they come in throughout the day, one of the best things that you can do is actually set times throughout the day where you're going to sit and reply to messages as opposed to like as you're going through your client check-ins, which is re- a really important task where you want to deliver the best quality possible, rather than whilst you're doing that, also replying to messages in between that which is very distracting and takes your focus away from you and decreases the quality of your work within that client check-in block. Rather than doing that, set in half an hour in the day where you sit and reply to client messages is going to be much more productive because you're actually fully focused on those client messages and giving them the response that they deserve. And then within your check-in block, you're fully focused on that task. And then within your downtime, you're fully focused on your downtime and actually switching off rather than you know tr- doing something that could be classed as quote-unquote downtime such as watching tv but actually trying to reply to messages at the same time doing one thing at a time and time blocking your day is one of the most powerful things you can do as an online coach or personal trainer it will decrease your stress levels it will improve your productivity and efficiency it will improve your quality of work and it will make you a healthier happier individual so if you're not doing that do it And even if you're not an online coach or personal trainer, if you have another job, time block, like whatever business you own, whatever job you do, it's one of the best things that you can do. And fine, if you still want to use a written diary, I personally still use a written diary as well. I then just basically write my key tasks into my written diary and any sort of big events. And then I will time block my day the night before by the half hour or by the hour so that I know exactly what I'm doing at what time and I can fully focus on that task and give my full self to it and do it to the best of my ability because I don't want to do anything half-heartedly. So that's a little bit of advice for you. Um, and time blocking is essential if you're busy and you've got a lot of stuff to do and you need to actually produce your best work. So there was a little bit of a tangent for you all. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, yeah, so update on me work-wise. There you have it. Personally, like I said, I'm still in Manchester. I absolutely love it here. It's 
such a vibrant city it has such a good buzz to it and there's so much going on you know this apartment building is perfect for what I do from a work perspective so I love it here I'm very happy here um but I am quite stressed about making the decision on what to do next so there's that but we move I'm grateful for where I am I'm grateful for the people that I have around me um and all of that good stuff so yeah that's amazing I have not had a holiday or time off this year so far um and probably won't be to be completely honest until the end of September where I am going to visit my sister in Canada I am so excited for that it is something that I'm very much looking forward to I can't wait to see my sister and be reunited with her and I miss her quite a bit um and on top of that it will be I you guys know that I love traveling so there's that I've never been to Canada so I couldn't be more excited um we are doing a bit of a road trip and I'm hopefully seeing my best friend whilst I'm out there as well because she's going over there we're starting in Vancouver we're going to Jasper Whistler Banff and Calgary so if anyone has any recommendations shoot them over to me like I said, I could not be more excited. Um, and yeah, that will be probably the only break I have this year because it's just a year where I'm really knuckling down. But as I said, in and amongst that, what I am being intentional about doing is making sure that within my weekly diary, I do schedule downtime so that I don't get to the point of being burnt out and I can produce the best quality work I possibly can and serve my clients to the best of my ability so I'm making sure to stay on top of that despite me not having a proper break um myself and Charlie have been invited to speak at IFS which is James Smith's event called the International Fitness Summit and it's in Brighton I am so excited and I'm so grateful um we also spoke at the expo earlier this year which again I'm so incredibly grateful for and I remember saying to the people who were close to me this time last year how I really wanted to get into doing more public speaking and it was a huge passion of mine I've obviously had this podcast since 2018 now I love speaking to and interacting with people in person my the way that I live my life is that I just love leaving people better than I found them and speak public speaking is a great opportunity to do that and it makes me so happy even if I can if I can have a positive impact on people in some way or another even if it's just smiling at someone or saying something in a certain way which really clicks with them and has a positive impact on their health or their progress or the quality of life um, and the way that they feel perform and function or if it's just offering a new piece of educational value that people hadn't heard of before and that change in their lives for the better personally or professionally it's one of my huge passions and I'm so grateful to be able to do it we've obviously been speaking at our own events as well so I really hope that this is the start of something great for us in terms of public speaking um for those of you who are interested coaching wise, there's no financial gain been from that. It's just purely passion. It's something that I love. And like I said, I couldn't be more grateful to be going to IFS. A few of my clients are coming with me. I'm going to stay with Charlie and we have booked to see my therapist ghosted me whilst we're there the night before we speak, which 
is so exciting if you haven't heard of my therapist goes to me it's a podcast and it's fantastic I listen to it every single week on my walks and I burst aloud laughing when I'm in the middle of the street which is just great people probably think I'm absolutely crazy which I am so that's fine um and another one of my favorite podcasts is nearly weds but yeah we're going to see my therapist goes to me live whilst we're in Brighton so it's going to be a fantastic weekend and like I said I'm I'm so incredibly grateful for it and if anyone is interested in coming to IFS um you can buy tickets on the website but also two of my clients are selling their tickets so if anybody wants a ticket for a discounted price drop me a dm on instagram danny bosworth and i'll send you to my, one of my clients who are selling their tickets cheap um and that will save you a little bit of money and it'll do them a favor favor as well but it would be great to see as many of you there as possible and if you are going to be there let me know that you're going to be there and come and say hello because i want to meet as many of you as possible i love meeting you guys um so yeah, I, I really, really can't wait for that. And then the rest of you know this year for me is just going to be about being intentional about being present in the moment because time's flying and giving my all to my work and leaving people better than I found them, both within my one-to-one coaching business and also with the coach with courses that me and Charlie are running and the events that we're running as well. So that is my sort of so that is my mission for the rest of the year, essentially. Um, I will leave that there rather than rambling on too long for this reintroduction podcast, but I will be with you every week from now on. If any of you have any questions, personal or professional for me, or if you have any guests that you want on or topics you'd like me to cover please let me know I really want to hear from you guys and let me know if you've listened to this um because I want to know whether people are tuning in um and whether my absence has been a bit too long please let me know but thank you so much for taking the time to listen it genuinely means the world to me if you do enjoy the female fitness podcast and you want to see more from where this came from like share subscribe share on your instagram story um and let's chat on the gram as well or on threads drop me a thread um but yeah I hope you're all having the most wonderful day I will see you all in the next one and thank you so much for listening